Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever. And is this the day the interminable wait comes to an end? Will we finally know all? Or even some. I'll settle for knowing some at some point today. One o'clock this afternoon might be the time. If you don't already know, I'll explain why in just a moment. Only one place to start. Here we go! Only one place to start. Aaron Rodgers out here making demands after demands. They call it a wish list. I'm not giving Aaron Rodgers all of this at 39 when he might play two years for me. Yeah, he's been great. He's going to walk into the Hall of Fame, but he's won one Super Bowl. But I will not have it. I will not have this slander of my quarterback under any circumstances. He's already my quarterback. And in fact, I love him. So I am all in on Aaron Rodgers. I'm all in on his wish list, list of demands, whatever it is he wants. I don't care what we call it. I don't care what it is. I just want it done. I have come to the firm, fast decision that... Not only is there nothing better that my team can do, there may not ever have been anything better they have done than at this particular moment taking this big swing. And Graziano and Tannenbaum are here. And Dan, you were the one who who really sort of cemented this in my head as, as we were talking about it. I think it was yesterday. But I spend too much time worrying about the potential downside. And does that exist? Of course it does. But there's potential risk in everything you do in life and certainly every big decision you make in football. There was a big risk when the Jets drafted Zach Wilson a couple of years ago. That went terribly. Yes. There was a risk when they drafted Sam Darnold. There was a risk when they made this decision, that decision. At the end of the day, I will will live with my team making the decision that if it works out, turns into the best scenario you could ever possibly imagine. You all of a sudden have a motivated Hall of Fame caliber quarterback taking over a team that has a lot of talent and no one playing the position. I am all in on the big swing. He was MVP of the league two seasons ago. Like, this is not somebody who's, who's over the hill. Look, it, it is, it's worth it to me if you're the New York Jets – you know, to your point, right? It's it's been disappointment, disappointment, disappointment. Like you have to try and do something to break out of the cycle of disappointment. This is a massive, massive swing because it's going to come with a huge financial layout. It's going to cost them in terms of the trade. They're going to have to sign some players they don't want to sign. You know, so yes, but the point is to win the Super Bowl and. I don't know what other option they had in front of them this offseason that would give them a better chance to, to pursue that goal. Now, you said it to me really well. We were in the meeting this morning, and you said to me, is the goal here to go 10-7? and seven? No. Because you could have done that with Derek Carr. You yes. could have done that with Jimmy Garoppolo. But you know what then you do? You walk into Kansas City. Or you walk into Cincinnati. No chance. You go up to Buffalo, and you've got that guy going up against those guys. Now we got the guy. He, he will walk in there and he will think he's the best quarterback yeah. in the building. And so will his teammates. And you know what? On the right day, he will be. And that is the reason that all this is good to go. Absolutely. And again, when you look at the downside of it, you say like, okay, well, it didn't work out with Zach Wilson. Anyway, if we have to draft somebody this year, they could still do that. Look, we don't know what they're going to give up, but maybe in the third round, they take somebody, Jaron Hall from BYU, whoever. But you still have a chance to not mortgage your future. So I think the downside is very limited. I think, to, like what Graz was saying, there is some Aaron Rodgers tax. It's worth paying. We did it with Brett Favre. 
The upside's compelling, and the downside at the end of the day is certainly livable. All right, and look, let's talk about that tax. This is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Uh, I do not consider Alan Lazard to be tax. No. Uh, Graziano is the one who told me that they were interested in him regardless, and how interested is irrelevant to me because here's what I'll say. If he's essentially replacing Corey Davis, I think that is at minimum a lateral move. And if Aaron Rodgers likes him, then it's an upgrade anyway. And I'm not sure it isn't an upgrade either way. Everyone tells me he's a really good blocker. I've seen him play. He was their number one receiver this past year. I think he's actually an upgrade from Corey Davis. Uh, to me, uh, um, Randall Cobb is just like bringing in a coach. Yeah. I mean, that's just like you're not spending any real money on nope. him. He can help teach the offense to the young receivers there. So, and Mercedes Lewis, fine. It, it doesn't make, actually, I, I don't think that's a big deal. No, actually, you know, to get nitty gritty, you talk about Lazard as a blocker in the run game. Lewis does a lot of the same stuff in this outside zone scheme that they run and everybody's running. I doubt he would cost much. And if Alan, if Aaron Rodgers wants him, then it might make some sense. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think, uh, look, this is a list. I think there are defensive players that have come up in Aaron Rodgers' discussions with the Jets. What, what's happening here is what Rodgers wanted to have happen a couple of years ago in Green Bay, which is the front office, ask me what I think. Like, you don't have to do what I say, but ask me what I think. I feel like I have some insight that could be helpful in terms of here are the kinds of guys that can help us win games. Uh, and it seems like the Jets are listening. You know, what's fascinating, I'll tell you what it makes me think of. It makes me think a little bit of Michael in the 90s. Michael Jordan was a, a bull through and through, and he had always been, you know, he, he was the one piece of that team that Jerry Krause hadn't acquired. Um, and Jerry, may he rest in peace, was a brilliant general manager and, and thoroughly underappreciated. And the fact that he didn't get into the Hall of Fame until he was no longer living is a tragedy and a disgrace. But that's a different conversation for a different time. But Michael always wanted some say in personnel. He always, look, I'm the best player here. I'm the one putting it out there every single night. Let me be involved. And they, they always sort of held that part of it at arm's length. And that, more than anything, led to a lot of the negativity that existed there. You know, there's, a, there's a, an art to this, I would think, Mike Tannenbaum, where you don't tell, you have to let Aaron Rodgers have at least the impression Yep. that he has say in all of this. And then you do what you want to do and you throw a, a bone or, or, you know, you do pay some attention to what he's saying. At the end of the day, he's not really in control of what's going on. But if you let him think he is, it probably serves everybody's purpose. Greeny, it's a great point. Chad Pennington, Ryan Tannehill, those were two quarterbacks that I work with that were involved with the coaching searches. Now, they weren't picking the coach, but at the time, I felt both those guys actually would be helpful in the search where the candidates got to know them and they were able to get to know the Canadians, and they gave us feedback. Their feedback wasn't outcome determinative, but it certainly was insightful, and I think Aaron Rodgers has earned a seat at the table. It's a nuance. It's a little bit more of a new-school way of thinking, but absolutely he's earned that right. I think it's a little bit of a fine line. Look, I have, and people that have worked with me, I am guilty as charged. When I get in a recruiting mode, I, my Michelle, the two kids, they're not salary cap friendly. Anyway, whatever whatever it takes. I mean, I try to rename Deanna Favre, you know, give her a bridge or two. So when you're in, you're like, you're all in. So to me, like, if it costs me Mercedes Lewis, who cares? Cap's $220 million. It's a rounding error. So 
I just don't want to give up multiple picks where I don't have optionality in the future for his successor. So we'll see. Shefty gave us the impression on Get Up this morning that the trade is going to be a little more complicated than I have sort of thought all along. I think the Jets have some leverage in this, or I should say Rodgers has leverage. If Rodgers wants to, I think he wants to leave there nicely. Like I, I think he wants it to end well. And at the end of the day, a divorce after that many years of marriage, is, it's just very hard for that to end with everyone feeling good about the way it ends. They probably just need to end it and go on. But if he wants to force his way out of there, he can do it without the, and I think and help the Jets not have to give that much up. Yeah, agree. I see it differently. I, I think the, the party here that has the most leverage by far to me is Green Bay because their successor is in place, locked in, under contract. It's Jordan Love. So to me, they could do nothing and just say, hey, you know what, like, Aaron, come on back. Like, you're in our cap this year. It's better for them. You know, Dan's laid this out for months. It's about a $25 million savings if they actually did it on June 2nd. Like, you know, you would be under cardiac arrest by then if yeah. we had to wait that yeah. long. But in all seriousness, like, I think Green Bay's really controlling the narrative now because they're in no rush. Okay. We'll see. The Jets obviously have put all their eggs in this basket, and we'll see where it winds up. Meanwhile, while that is sort of the story that hangs over everything, there's a ton of other stuff going on out there in the NFL. Dan Graziano, I see, is texting as we speak. If you have anything I need no, to know, just jump in. My wife got tickets to go see The Cure. She's okay. very excited. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's not exactly what I was yeah. expecting, but free agency, either. it comes in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Um, having said that, and in an unrelated story, Lamar Jackson at 4 o'clock Eastern time today, um, act teams can actually start presenting him with offer yes. sheets. Something I'm not sure all the fans know because there's been so much talk about what hasn't happened with him yet is the truth is no one even had the option of giving him Correct. an offer sheet until 4 o'clock today. Is there any reason to believe that someone is going to? I haven't heard it. And I think, I mean, obviously things can happen that we don't know about. That There's tons going on that we don't know about. But the sense I get is that teams are being deliberate about trying to figure out what they want to do here. Do we want to pursue him? What would that mean? What would it cost? What else would we have to do? And those kinds of sort of internal reviews are going on. I think there's a better chance of a team trying to engage the Ravens and engage Lamar Jackson in discussions to facilitate a more traditional trade than just offer sheet two first-round picks. We also don't know, and I'm not sure other teams know, that Lamar wants out of Baltimore yet. Like, like We don't know that, that a trade is something the Ravens or Lamar Jackson want to do. I believe we're at the very beginning of this process. I believe there will be teams that are interested and make an attempt to get him. We still don't know for sure that he is even truly available, meaning we don't know that if we don't know that that the team or the player want to make a move. So how do you see it? Oh, we'll find all that out. Why do you, how do you see it, Mike T? Yeah, very similarly, which is I think he will go take some visits again to me. Washington makes a ton of sense, but then that's just the beginning of the conversation, Greg, because you have to agree to a offer sheet. Which again, Lamar's saying like, "Hey, my feet are up on the desk. Will you want to pay this two hundred thirty million dollar bill? Go ahead." Let's say Dan Snyder decides to do it because I'm selling the team. Then what's interesting to me is, like, what does Baltimore do? Do they match or do they let him go? And that's where you can have subsequent conversations about maybe a trade. So there's a lot of moving parties. And I think it bears noting, which is this for the audience, he doesn't have an agent. You can make an argument up until now that's okay, Greeny, because the way rookie contracts are, they're, they're very simple. But now because of the complexities 
of an offer sheet, going to another team, potentially a trade. There are people like myself that just do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week with an entire staff. And if I was Lamar Jackson, I would just say, like, hire somebody for the next three months. Like, everything is about context, but this is the time and this is the place to have somebody help you. Perhaps. Uh, it's, it's fascinating that he's going this alone. And, um, you know, again, I, I think I've said this on the air before. I admire him. There's a part of me that admires the guts because he is yeah. really taking the road less traveled. He's doing it without an agent. He's insistingly dying on the hill of the guaranteed contract, which has been the third rail of, of NFL negotiation since the inception of the league. I mean, he's really trying to do all the things because the easy thing to do would be hire an agent, take $200 million, and and get on with your life and play football. Like, that would be very easy, and it would be a, it would be very – no one would criticize him for doing it. So he's going an entirely different way. Ravens traded for Roquan Smith this year. Right. He doesn't have an agent. He did a deal with the team late in the season on a long-term extension. That got done because he was willing to do the team's preferred structure. Lamar has so far not been willing to do that. You're absolutely right. He's trying to take a stand on full guarantees, which you can make the compelling case that he and and others like him should probably have been trying to get for years now. We'll see if he wins. I'm not sure if that's exactly the right word to use for it. We will see. All right. Again, um, guys, we will talk later today. It's been a fascinating week so far, and it will continue. And obviously... With uh, Rogers going on McAfee today, hopefully we will get a little more clarity. Will, will you like uh, sort of like have an Instagram live with the bottle of champagne? Like, like <laughs> I bought champagne. I mean, I, I bought. Uh, Shefty comes on this morning, and I bought. I, I we went out and bought champagne to have at the ready. I will tell you this. I spoke. To, well, I'll, I'll, let me take a quick break on this thought. I spoke to McAfee yesterday. So I'll tell you about that. You know, starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone with AutoZone. We'll get to that in a minute, and we will uh, give you a story of a trip that just went wrong. That's on the way after this. I'm Greeny. This is ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, I, I just am hearing that. Tell me what you just told me. Hambo is here. Cam is here. Bubba's here. What did you just see? So I'm seeing on Twitter that the Cowboys are set to cut Ezekiel Elliott hmm. as soon as this afternoon, according to the Star-Telegram. It's one of those that is not a surprise but feels jarring anyway. And I don't, I don't know that our people have that nailed down yet or not, but um, th- that certainly has felt like it was coming. He was at his apex, an absolutely fantastic player. Um, and God bless him, he got his money, and, and that's all good. Bubba will be lighting a candle, I would imagine, today in sadness for uh, one of the more popular cowboys of recent vintage. Anyway, busy time, busy day. I'll tell you about my quick conversation with McAfee in 30 seconds after this word from Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Quickly, um, you know, on the McAfee thing today, I'm, I'm not going to drag this out. I don't know and he doesn't know what exactly what Rodgers is going to say. McAfee and I were going back and forth. I have texted him a bunch of, bunch of times in the last week or so saying, as I've tried to find out what's happening, you know, is Rodgers coming on? Is he set to come on? And he said, no. He said at, at that point it was not scheduled or planned. And then yesterday, all of a sudden, now it's planned. And so I said to him, what's the deal? He said, I don't know. He does not know what he's going to say. So it's not like Roger said, I, I have news I want to break on your show. He, he's just coming on. I don't know what the mechanism is by which they arrange their conversations. But one way or another, um, he's going on there at one today. And it's hard for me to picture him going on and saying, you know what, Pat? I have no idea where this is headed. Like, that seems unlikely. So, but but not impossible. So... I think the assumption that he's just going to go on and say, okay, so here's, here's, here's what I can tell you is not going to happen. What's not going to happen is that at 101 today, this will be done. Like Rodgers is coming to the Jets and the trade is done. Like there are, there, I, the impression I got from Shefty this morning, and he's not wrong ever, is that there are moving pieces here, moving parts in this process that are going to have to be worked out beyond just Rogers giving it the go ahead. But obviously that's the biggest piece in all of it. And once that is out of the way, hopefully the rest of it doesn't take very long. So the hangups could potentially be what the compensation is in the trade, Aaron Rodgers contract restructure, things of that nature. Yeah. And those two kind of go together because I think the Jets want, the way this works best is that 
the, the, the Jets sort of make the terms of the contract restructure with the Packers, um, you know, with Rodgers, whatever it is that he's comfortable doing. But then however much of the money, if any, the Packers wind up eating, I have to believe will play some role in what they're going to demand in compensation. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but what I have been hearing is that the Jets are not, do, they do not have the 13th pick in this trade. The Jets have the 13th pick. That's their first round pick mm. this year. That, that what I've heard is that the trade is likely not to include that. But as we get later in the going here and the Jets get more desperate and the Packers increase their demands, who knows where it winds up leading. I can tell you that as of two days ago, people in the know did not think the Jets were going to have to trade their number one pick, but that could certainly change. So might that mean that good players might go from the Jets to the Packers? Yeah. Or maybe a first rounder next year or yeah. a second and a fourth this year? The answer is yes. I mean, the, the answer to your question is I don't know. But, but, all those things are possible. The part that I don't understand is there doesn't seem to be a second suitor. So that, that is the leverage that the Jets do have. It's, they could tell, say, the, say to the Packers, who else are you going to trade him to? You'll get nothing for him if he retires. Well, right? but as you just heard, see, he won't retire at that point. If the Packers just block this out of spite, he could just say, all right, I'll take my $58 million from you and not play. Mm. Or play. I mean, however you want to do this. I don't think the Packers have all of the – yes, the Packers have some leverage. But just because there isn't another team out there, A, now doesn't mean another one couldn't come along if this thing got opened to that. Slash B, I think the Packers want him out of there. I, I think they are, they are desperate to get out from under this. The, the, the minute he's gone, they can begin the process of moving past it. You know, Rodgers turned out so well that we sometimes now look back on the Favre thing and think, oh, it was an easy decision to make. The fans weren't happy. There's a lot of tough pieces to this. Trading away Aaron Rodgers can't be an easy thing to do. So I don't think this is easy for the Packers one way or the other. But yes, to your point, they have more leverage than the Jets do in all of this. We'll see where it all ends. I, this is a long way of my saying, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I'll be watching with as much interest as you will today at 1 o'clock. Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it. And that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley life happens out there. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. Hey, Bubba, this ever happened to you? You ever get on a plane and worry that you're not on the right one? Like every now and again, I'll be in an airport and I, I'm boarding an airplane. And, you know, there's so many layers you have to go through. They Now they check your boarding pass or on your phone. It's got a beep and it pops up your name and your seat and everything like that as you're walking onto the bridge right the jet bridge that it it seems to me almost impossible that you might accidentally board the wrong plane but particularly in some airports i feel like this happens at o'hare sometimes that when you after you go through that you have some options (laughs) like you could turn right or you could turn left or you got to make sure you go the right one so i never get on a plane without when the flight attendant is standing there saying welcome aboard welcome aboard i always will look up and say chicago new york Albuquerque, wherever it is I'm going. I'm just making sure I'm getting on the right plane. Bubba, do you do that? I can't say that I do that part, no. Um, you, ever, you don't worry that you're getting on the wrong plane? I mean, you know, maybe just internally there's always just a little worry that, yeah. hey, let me just make sure I'm going the right way. But I, I know what you're saying, uh, but I don't ever – when I'm going in, I don't ask the pilot, hey, we're going to San Francisco? 
Kansas, right. Right. whatever. I I just get on and I think I think I'm doing the right thing and I'm good. Okay, I don't usually bother the pilot with this question, but I do uh, sometimes trouble the flight attendant. Well, you're going to do it from now on. You know who needed to do it? Sophie Alice and her friend Ben Kennedy. Sophie tried to surprise her friend Ben tried to surprise her with a trip. They wanted to take a trip together, and he surprised her with a trip to Budapest. She wanted to go to Budapest, Hungary. She was all excited to go to Budapest, Hungary. He accidentally bought tickets to Bucharest, Romania. <laughs> Replying to various commenters asking if they wound up going to Romania, she responded with an enthusiastic yes and ultimately shared moments of their Romanian getaway showcasing the different cities they traveled to, the food, and even a concert. One of the places they went was Transylvania's Brand Castle, better known as Dracula's Castle. The point I'm trying to make here, Bubba, is imagine that you get on a plane because you bought a ticket to Budapest. Right. You board the wrong plane, and now you're in Bucharest. Yeah. What do you make of that, Bubba? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, it seems like all things considered, they had a great time, though. So I it mean, does sound that way. That's pretty hilarious. It's. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, especially how similar the names are. I, I'd I'd be curious to think if there are two other similarities that are just way different. Like, because I think you know it worked out pretty perfect. There were things to do there, like you said. They had great food, concert, and they had fun. The Dracula's Castle, like that's awesome. But, you know, I'm trying to think of an example of where, you know, it could well, be the same name and you end up... It uh, could get even worse. Yeah. There's a Toledo, Ohio. Sure. And there's Toledo in Spain. Okay. Yeah. So imagine if you're trying to take a Spanish vacation, you're going to go overseas. Okay. Maybe yeah. even worse. How about if you have a quick weekend business trip in Toledo, Ohio? Yeah. And you get on, you don't ask anybody anything, you fall asleep, you wake up and you're in Spain. That's tough. That would be a bad thing that could happen. This has to happen at least on occasion because people are so aloof, always with wearing the AirPods. This ha- and I would bet you it also happens if you put in like the wrong tricode. You know, like like if I go if I fly to Newark, it's E W R. Right. Like some of those are kind of confusing. I bet it's not is, obvious what it is. That's that's all I'm saying. That's right. It's not obvious. You put in the wrong code. That's probably what happened. Maybe Ro- so. Bobby, you think wrong code? I mean, I'm not sure how many people are typing in tricodes. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's, it's a, it's it's a three letter code, right? It is. Yeah. If, if you're booking a flight on an app or something like that, you put in you know J F K. Oh, oh, O'Hare is O-R-D, you know, what S. But, but if you don't know where you're going, I don't think you're just going to guess what it is. I think you would I think you would just type in Budapest. So what would you guess Budapest is? Hmm. So, so don't look. Don't look. I'm going to do it. I'm wow, going to see a, that's a tough what one. airline do we think flies to Budapest. Have you ever been to Budapest or Bucharest? Air, no, Air Hungary. Been either one. Air right, Hungary. I'm, I'm going on my American app. So let's just try it. I'm going to my American Airlines app. Here we go. Do I they need fly to there? book. Uh, I have. Uh, what's that? Do they fly to Budapest? Well, I'm, we're about to find out. Okay. So I'm going to book a flight, and I want to go to Budapest. So let's see. Where do I want to go from? I'm going to. What do we think it is? Uh, I'm going to guess BDP. I think that's right. BDP. Let's see what pops up. Yeah, that's probably what makes the most sense. Nope. You'd be in. You would be in Nepal. <laughs> see, this you is how it happens. Bad rapport, Nepal. <laughs> What? How do you think? We're, how am I getting to Budapest? B U D. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Budapest, Hungary. 
with a f- with a word in the middle of it that I can't read. Fenehegi. And so Bucharest, B C H maybe. B C H. No results. B U C. B U C. Bucharest. No B U H. B U H. B U H. It's the tricode. It's the tricode. It's always the tricode. Just stay away from the tricodes and you'll be fine. Why separate knobs? Exactly. Why separate knobs? Exactly. So anyway, that family did that, and there we go. All right. Next order of business here do we have time to do uh the hembo okay no then i'm not going to do that here i'm going to switch some things up because that took longer than i meant to but it was worth it if these people flew all the way to bucharest then they deserve a little more of the conversation so i'm going to give a little unsolicited advice this is a perfect opportunity for you to try some active listening unsolicited advice every major sport and minor sport need to watch what the nhl did last night now, people sometimes, particularly back in the Michael Mike days, um, would criticize us. We don't do enough hockey, all that kind of stuff. I, lo- I, I, I admire the sport of hockey like crazy. It's not a sport I grew up with. It's not in my blood and my soul the way football, basketball, and baseball are. But I like hockey, admire the sport of hockey, and I would love to see it continue to grow. Um, and I would love more than anything to do highlights and talk about it and all that kind of stuff because tons and tons and tons of people want it. And the way you do that, the best way that any sport or any business grows is by attracting young people. Young people are actually the hardest people to get to try anything. You know what the NHL did last night? Did you see what they did? So there is a show on the Disney Channel. I've not seen it myself. My kids are much too old for this now called Big City Greens. And it's an animated show. And, you know, my kids grew up with shows. Your kids are going to your your daughters might actually grow up watching this show. And lots of kids grow kids grow up watching TV shows and liking them. They did an animated game last night in which they have this technology that they could actually in real time play the game, have the animated characters from this show playing the game in exactly the way that the Rangers and the Capitals played last night. So you could watch the re- the regular game, the Rangers and Capitals on ESPN, or you could watch this animated version. And Graziano was telling me that it was fantastic. He loved it. And I thought to myself, that is genius. For all the criticizing and criticism of the NHL that people give, I think this was brilliant. All of a sudden, you're going to have a bunch of kids. I don't know how many. Somewhere between 10 and a million. (laughs) I don't know how many kids watched this last night that would never have otherwise been interested in watching a hockey game that will have enjoyed it. And then when it's done, we'll say, hey, mom, dad, I want to watch this again. Hey, let me see a real hockey game. Hey, take me to a game next week. I'd love to go to a game. Can we go see a game in person? Like, that's how you build fans. You build them from the ground up. You build them through grassroots level attractiveness. And that's not the word I was looking for, but I couldn't come up with it. This, I think, was absolutely brilliant. And they, you know, the NFL, the NFL is doing that thing with Nickelodeon, right? Where they have that, that game, whatever they mm-hmm. do. Um, you know, it's not for me, but it's not intended to be for me. So lots of people will dismiss this. Oh, that's cr- who would want to watch that? You know, lots of people would. Lots of people watch that, 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 that Nickelodeon football game. They love it. Kids watch it. Again, you say to yourself, Greeny, do you watch it? No, of course not. Of course, I don't watch it. I'm a 55-year-old man. My kids are in their 20s. So that's not for me. But you know who's going to watch it, Hembo? You are. 
Little Michelle and, and the other one are going to at some point say to you, hey, what's this hockey thing with? I like to show big city greens. You're going to say, you know what? I'm going to show you something else. And your kids are going to love hockey and they're going to want to go to Devil's Game. Let's go. Because you live there in New Jersey and there you have it. it, that, it that's how this stuff happens. It kind of it kind of lo- looked a little bit like a, a video game and a lot of young people obviously grew up playing them and learning sports through that. And I, you could probably speak to this as well. Most all things that I loved or learn to love growing up yeah. are still things that I love now. And so the NHL is doing a smart thing. Like you said, they're just acknowledging that these kids are representative of future dollars. And if you can build a lifelong fan, that's the exact kind of thing that you want to do. And I've never seen anything quite this clever and creative. So hats off to them for yeah, that. Yeah, Smart. That's, that's my point. It makes no difference who I work for, that we are all for the same company. I would say this no matter who it is. The Nickelodeon is not, is not us. And that's a brilliant thing they do with football. And this was a brilliant thing that we had with the hockey last night. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Coming up next, make sure you're with us. Your next chance to win a free autographed signed copy of, uh, of our new book, Got Your Number. I'll explain exactly. Exactly how you're going to win it in just a moment. Back in a moment on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. NBA action tonight. I'll be back here for NBA Countdown in advance of our TV coverage of the games. And we got Clippers Warriors tonight here on ESPN Radio, presented by Indeed. Coverage starts 9.30 Eastern on select ESPN Radio stations. Okay, time for today's giveaway. So Hembo and I have our book coming out. It is called Got Your Number. It is my first ever sports book. And in it, I unilaterally, using outstanding research for my main man, Hembo, decide who owns every number from 1 to 100 in sports history. And if you can guess who we gave certain numbers to, some of them are easy. Michael Jordan is 23, Wayne Gretzky is 99, Babe Ruth is 3. Not all of them, however, are jersey numbers, as we learned yesterday. If you can guess, be the first one to call in at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, and correctly predict who we gave the number 45 to, you're going to win an autographed copy. We will send you an autographed copy. Bubba will get your information. You will actually come on the air and tell everyone who we chose for number 45. Again, I'm not telling you if this is a jersey number or not. Some of them are. Many of them are not. So the number 45, who owns it in sports history? Who deserves ownership of that number? 888-729-3776. First correct caller will win an autographed copy of our book. And again, you can order it right now. If you would pre-order the book, if this is something that would be of interest to you or anyone close to you in your life, maybe a wonderful gift, Father's Day gift, whatever the case may be, you can pre-order right now. That would be the best thing you could do for us um, to give the publisher the idea that we're going to do real well with this thing. So uh, again, it's called Got Your Number. You can order it anywhere that you order books. 
That said, it is time for the ESPN Tournament Challenge that's officially open. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app now. Join the group uh, called ESPN Radio. Fill out your bracket today. And our preview, uh, the Boost Mobile Tournament preview, you can switch to Boost Mobile for the power to save on one of America's largest 5G networks. I've been looking at my sheet of integrity, and I've been going through several of Hembo's most important rules from yesterday. Yesterday, Hembo gave us the Ten Commandments, if you will, of bracketology. One of them was advance a first four team to the round of 32. So after you said that yesterday, I went in and redid my bracket, because you can do that. There's nothing wrong with redoing your sheet right up until Thursday. You must only submit one. That's my rule. So I took Pittsburgh. So I'm feeling pretty good now about Pittsburgh. Thankfully, they won last night. Mm -hmm. I've got Pittsburgh advancing another round. I believe it's Iowa State they would play next. I have Pittsburgh advancing another round based on your advice. I like it. So you're one for one. Iowa State, kind of a soft six seed that does not play well from home. I think Pittsburgh could most definitely advance to the round of 32. Another of the predictions you made, and this is one people have heard before, but the numbers on it were remarkable. You have to take at least one 12 over a five. What were the stats on that? Since the tournament expanded to 64 teams, that was in 1985. Greeny, there have been 53 12 over 5 upsets. That is an average of one and a half per year. Historically speaking, it is three times likelier that there will be multiple such upsets than none. It's happened 16 times in which multiple 12s have beaten 5. So you would be making a mistake not to take at least one 12 over a 5. And I should have my sheet in front of me, but it didn't pop up when I went to it here. So I did. T- I, I went back in and I took a 12 over a 5. I think you told me it was VCU. Uh, that's exactly right. VCU I took over VCU St. Mary's. VCU over St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. But you told me, just pick one you don't have going any further. I didn't have St. Mary's going any further. So I took the 12 over the 5. That is a critical step in all of this. Another big one. You have to knock out a 2-seed in one of the first two rounds. Yeah, the two seeds advance to the second round of the tournament only 63% of the time. For context, one seeds are 84%. So historically speaking, the two seeds have been fairly soft. So which of the two seeds did you wind up uh, losing early in your bracket? Well, this shouldn't be very hard for you to figure out if you look closely mm-hmm. at where my beloved Northwestern Wildcats are seeded. But we are a seven. Uh-huh. So after we take care of Boise State... Whilst playing in Sacramento, we are then going to go up against the two-seed UCLA. Mm. And I believe in my Wildcats with our defense led by Boo Booey and Chase Audige are going to find a way to pull off the big win and knock out the two-seed. That would be the first Sweet 16 in the history of the program, correct? That's correct. We made it. To, we, we won one game the only other time we went there. We got completely screwed on the worst call in the history of sports in our second-round game against Gonzaga. I still haven't gotten over it. I still can't look at Zach Collins, who is in the NBA, without thinking of it. And that is where the Northwestern kid meme came from, screaming in agony over the horrendous nature of that call. We will do our picks for you tomorrow on this program. Get your sheets in. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.